today, another FBI source gives additional context in the Biden criminal bribery scheme. House Republicans vote against censuring Adam Schiff and a New York grand jury indicts Daniel Penny in the death of Jordan Neely. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and today, a damning new report from The Federalist cites a credible FBI source who has confirmed that not only were Joe and Hunter Biden paid $5 million each in the criminal bribery scheme with Ukrainian energy company Burisma, the Biden crime family were actually the ones who coerced Burisma founder Mykola Zlochevsky to pay the $10 million in bribes. Sources familiar with the investigation also explain the context of Zlochevsky's statements, which further bolsters the confidential human sources reporting. Directly from The Federalist, I'm going to read you. It says, in the FD 1023 form from June 30th, 2020, the confidential human source, also referred to as CHS, summarized earlier meetings he had with Zlochevsky. According to the CHS, in the 2015-2016 timeframe, the CHS, who was providing advice to Zlochevsky, told the Burisma owner to stay away from the Bidens. Then, after Trump defeated Hillary Clinton in the 2016 presidential contest, the CHS asked Zlochevsky if he was upset Trump won. One, Zlochevsky allegedly told the CHS he was dismayed by Trump's victory, fearing an investigation would reveal his payments to the Biden family, which included a $5 million payment to Hunter Biden and a $5 million payment to Joe. According to the CHS, the Burisma executive bemoaned the situation, claiming the Bidens had coerced him into paying the bribes. The CHS responded that he hoped Zlochevsky had taken precautions to protect himself. Zlochevsky then allegedly detailed the steps he had taken to avoid detection, stressing... He had never paid the big guy directly and that it would take some 10 years to unravel the various money trails. It was only then that Zlochevsky mentioned the audio recordings he had made of the conversations he had with Hunter and Joe Biden. This now makes multiple credible FBI sources who say the audio tapes exist, which the FBI has never denied. In fact, the stonewalling they've engaged in and the redaction of the mere mention of the audio tapes only solidify the confidential sources reporting. Yet despite all of this, the FBI closed the investigation into the matter in less than 30 days, something sources assert would have been an insufficient amount of time to review such a complex case. One source was even noted as saying they couldn't have done much. The FBI is also refusing to provide any information on what, if any, steps it took to investigate the detailed claims contained in the FD-1023. But don't worry. I am sure they will investigate themselves and find that they did nothing wrong as the deep state does. Here to discuss this and more, we have a double dose of Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Also here along uh, with us, Always a pleasure. Matt Peterson, a new founding co-founder and American Firebrand Super PAC president. Glad that you guys are with me today. I've got two brainiacs here. Once I, I'll call Jason a nerd. I don't know Roger. that you're, yeah, like you're not a nerd, but you're, you guys are raising the IQ points. I'm at nerd the table. Jason. Okay, all right, that's fair. That's fair. You are raising the IQ points at the table, which I always appreciate. Um, I want, I want to get your thoughts, guys, but I want to play for you. Um, I want to play for you earlier today. Joe Biden was asked by a reporter. Uh, I believe this is a New York Post reporter, but don't quote me on that. Uh, he was asked by a reporter um, why the Ukrainian uh, uh, executive and why this report refers to him as 
the big guy. Here is his response. Watch. If you didn't catch that, that was, why do you ask such a dumb question? So it's a dumb question that we have now emails uh, referring to a big guy who gets kickbacks from Hunter's, all of Hunter's uh, schemes. And we have the Ukrainian uh, Burisma founder talking about the big guy, referring to the big guy from the confidential human sources reporting, which, again, the FBI has used for many years. This is supposed to be a highly credible individual, but it's a dumb question. Dumb question. Now, just think about what the FBI has. Think about their actions now and think about what they have acted on so ginormously over much less in the past. Mm -hmm. They had opposition research on President Trump. They knew it was opposition research. research. They got FISA warrants. They even uh, had one of their lawyers doctor an email to obtain those FISA, mm -hmm. those FISA warrants. Um, beside that, uh, how many million dollar investigation that strung on till what, not just pretty much just recently? They did all of that and now are dragging their feet on possible recordings, uh, pay payments that they should be busy trying to track down. He said it was going to take 10 years. I'd look in Cyprus. That's where I would look. And I, I mean, you know I've done mm -hmm. just a crap ton of work on this before. Mm -hmm. This goes a lot deeper. It depends on how, I mean, I could send this show into a rabbit hole right now. But there is billions of dollars in missing IMF funds that date back to 2014, 2015 in Ukraine that the Democrats were funneling into, uh, into Ukraine. Um, another uh, uh, partner in Burisma, his name's Kolomov, Moisky, who was also a governor in Ukraine that was like right on the battle lines fighting Russia. Um, somehow he always ended up with a lot of weapons to fight Russia, even though Obama publicly said they wouldn't give them um, uh, weapons. But where'd that laundered billions of dollars go? I, I'm just, I'm just, I could totally send this into a rabbit hole, but there is definitely uh, ways that we can, they can go into and in, into looking at this. And if they do, Ooh, I think that we might start uncovering why the Democrats are always mysteriously so interested in Ukraine every time they get into power. Mm -hmm. Just saying. But I think that I want to I want to just emphasize the if they do part that right. Jason just said, because yeah. I just don't hold out high yeah. hopes that that will actually be done. Matt. Uh, the way that I describe uh, Ukraine and uh, Jason has done the work, has looked at uh, looked down those rabbit holes for us. The way I describe it metaphorically is, have you ever seen those nature shows uh, where there's a ginormous dead whale carcass mm -hmm. in the water mm -hmm. and then all the sharks are just feasting on it? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's Ukraine. And that's what's been going on in Ukraine for a long time. Um, you know, the big sharks come out and they get big chunks of change and lots of money uh, from this. And this has been going on since forever. And so, you know, remember when Podesta just closed down his, uh, his shop? They closed down one of the um, premier political consulting firms in Washington, D.C., uh, because potentially as part of all this, people might look into what they were doing in Ukraine. I mean, everybody on both sides, we must say, was just feasting off this. So the, the, the odds of um, you know, all of that coming to light, I think, uh, from the FBI itself are slim to none. Um, they're not interested at all. It's a dumb question. I mean, it's a dumb question. Why would anyone ask this? Um, but, but I guess what, just backing up a bit, when you look at Biden and you see him saying that as well, uh, what really occurs to me is just the dumb nature of corruption in America today. I mean, it's not about what this guy and this family, it's not about, you know, 
billions of dollars. It's not about some secret plan to do something evil, but at least kind of cool. Uh, it, it really is just a souped up version of the corruption that you see in DC for the last 30 years. And that is a guy who wants to buy like an extra boat and is willing to do some, you know, some, some traitorous things in order to get it. It's a little bit of slipping money here and there, and it's just a bigger version of that. That's what's so crazy about, I mean, the left should hate everything about the Bidens. Yes. Crony capitalists, you know, corrupt. They should hate everything about them. Meanwhile, they're the poster children for everything they hate, and they're still doing everything they can to sweep all of his crimes under the rug and keep him in power. It's absolutely insane. Okay, so uh, random question. Am I saying Zlochevsky right? Zlochevsky. Zlochevsky. Close enough. <laughs> I liked it better the way I said it before. <laughs> Um, but it just, it's, it's so frustrating because you look at, I understand why the average American doesn't have a lot of time, right? They don't, they're not you. They, they don't, they don't work for Glenn Beck and they're not the person who's assigned to like read mounds of paper anytime something, a large report comes across. And so it's hard for them to follow all of the rabbit holes that you've gone down. But even if you just take the last I don't know, three months of what the House uh, committee has uncovered, the House Oversight Committee has uncovered, and you connect those dots with what we're seeing right here. You remember, just a couple months ago, uh, they uncovered, they subpoenaed the records, all of these banking records from the Bidens, and they uncovered that there was money payment made from, you know, what was it, some attorney. There was uh, money sent to an attorney. Then the attorney started doling out the money, right, which tracks with uh, the, the uh, Zlachevsky uh, saying, you know, it'll take him 10 years to find all of the money trails anyway. So even if you're just connecting the dots from the last three months and you haven't done your homework on what Jason has with, you know, how far back this goes, it, I, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to be like, you know where there's smoke, there's probably fire. Maybe we should look into this. Just, yeah. And ju just if you look at like what you were talking about, the lawyer, the pass through, yeah. that was uh, so when they first uncovered that, this was several months ago that the House did. That was a business deal that they did with China. And it's just hilarious. We put it up on a chalkboard because that's what we do here. And uh, But you see the money. It's so it's so crazy. It came from CEFC to this Chinese business. Mm -hmm. Then it went through one of their subsidiaries, mm -hmm. which is a shell company. So it goes from the main place to the shell company to a shady lawyer. Mm -hmm. Then it gets doled out in, in increments and in pieces all along the Biden family tree. That's not how business is done. <laughs> then it was also done the same way for the Romanian person. Mm -hmm. So even if you're like Joe Schmo Democrat, you know, that's probably on one of the, either the West or the East Coast, you're looking at this and you're like, yeah, that does look kind of shady. I, I don't know where you're sitting at right now. I don't know how you continue to, you know, say this doesn't matter. It kind of shows you that, I don't know, as a country, we are, is there nowhere back is, is, is kind of where I'm at right now. If you're in a blue state, you, by, you know, by principle, you disagree with everything that your guy is doing and that your party is doing, but you are so entrenched in that mm -hmm. team mm -hmm. that there's no going back. And if you're on the right, you're kind of on the other side of this. Yeah. You know, there's like, is there any reconciliation at this yeah. point? I don't see it. I don't, I don't know. I was, so I'm going to throw um, another story at you to kind of, I think might go along with this because I would argue that in, in Washington, D.C., there is plenty of reconciliation because it's just a uniparty. Mm -hmm. We elected a Republican-led House to, you know, go in there and fight the fight knowing that you were going to have to get down in the mud and get dirty. And, and what do we get from them? 
Nothing, because it turns out none of them have any balls, except for the women, ironically enough. So uh, Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna had brought forward a privileged res resolution uh, this week that would force Congress to vote within two her. days to censure. I know I almost we almost had her on today on Skype, but she couldn't make it. How dare you? I know we're trying to we're checking her availability for. <laughs> I'll let you know. Maybe you can join yeah, the show. Yeah, I'll be there. Um, to censure Adam Schiff for playing up allegations of collusion uh, between Russia and, of course, the Trump campaign and Donald Trump. I mean, he went so far as to say, you know, he was on the Intel Committee and he's like, oh, I've seen the evidence. I know. I've seen the evidence. There was Russian collusion. Well, of course, it turns out that that was not true. And he was, in fact, lying to the American people. Uh, and there were 20 Republicans that voted uh, against censuring Adam Schiff, uh, they say that because it included a fine of $16 million, which was roughly half the cost of the investigation brought by special counsel Robert Mueller. Uh, Thomas Massey, by the way, you guys who are watching, you can see all of the representatives who did vote against uh, punishing Adam Schiff. Massey was one of the ones that voted no, and he says that it was not constitutional because he claims it would violate uh, the Eighth Amendment, which is excessive fines, and the 27th Amendment pay raises. He tweeted out last night, allowing a majority of Congress to take 16 million, uh, 92 years of pay from any member of Congress is short-sighted. Can we not imagine a time when this precedent would be used against conservatives? Fortunately, it failed. I'm told a constitutional version will be offered now, and... Um, Congresswoman Luna did, by the way, argue back. Uh, she says that uh, 20 Republicans voted with Dems to stop the ethics investigation, censure, and fine of Adam Schiff. So there is no confusion, as some did not accurately read the bill. I will be filing a privilege motion to censure and send Schiff to ethics for investigation. See you next week, Adam. I'm still not convinced that the Republicans will vote for it at that point. Like, if that was, they say that that was their holdup, I don't know that that actually was because they seem to want to get along a little too much with Democrats who, by the way, hate their guts and like wish that they didn't exist and were never born and do not want to get along with them. So it's fascinating to watch this. But um, I want to play a clip of Adam Schiff speaking with Forbes magazine yesterday, uh, retelling a conversation between him and Luna Watch. Uh, the author of the resolution, this this representative Luna person who I don't think I've ever met until today, when she literally came wheeling by me in one of those scooters that you have when you injure your leg and shouted out uh, something to the effect that, you know, she wasn't done with me. She was going to bring back a new resolution next week and this time it would pass. And one of the reporters asked me after witnessing this, this spectacle, uh, has it always been like this or have things just gotten so much worse? of anyone in Congress with a more punchable face? <laughs> I can't. I don't think I can. I don't think I can. Also, why are they interviewing him, asking him questions uh, as if anything that comes out of his mouth would be the truth? He, we've, he's already proven that he is a liar, so I don't know why we would trust anything that he says. Matt, your take. The good old days, you know, back in the good old days when Adam Schiff was in his prime, everyone was honest and uh, <laughs> no one was doing anything on tour, you know. Um, Schiff is one of the worst characters in Congress. Um, this is a guy who looks like so many people have so much on him from so many different angles mm -hmm. <laughs> that he's going to live out the rest of his life in fear with that stretched kind of face. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I trust Massey uh, to be principled, at least from what I know. I think he, he might have some principled objections here. Uh, my problem is that at the end of the day, uh, you know, they censure him. 
you bad right. man, right. you know. Mm. <laughs> right. If you were a bad man, and it's sort of like, I, until you put him in jail, I, you know, call me up then, but I'm sure it's a good thing that they keep pushing. I, I love his, uh, has it always been like this? Mm. Well, you basically right. led the charge mm. that completely upended mm. how, even how, like house norms, yes. like, oh, we're not gonna do this, we're not yes. gonna do that because fear of reprisal, blah, blah. They started this. Like, mm. They completely derailed a, pres- you know, a, a president. Mm-hmm. You know, and now they're, I mean, impeached twice, yeah. indicted twice. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but the rules are different now. Mm. And if yes. you're, so this is just my opinion. Yes. If you're in the Republican Party, and I, I appreciate your principles. I love the mm-hmm. Constitution. Um, but it almost sounds like you're, I don't know. You're, you're trying to make a principle statement. I, I, I don't. How does is it, so? It's the uh, cruel and unusual punishment. You know the Eighth Amendment. Yes. Which by the but, but which by the way. Fines. Yes. But 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 just for clarification, uh, apparently her bill said that it would come out of campaign funds, just like any other ethics violation. It would not be coming out of his salary. Yes. Which is how it always works. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They can censor. They right. can give fines. Right. But they usually pay these out through a camp. camp. Right. So Adam Schiff's personal. Bank account is not getting screwed right, here on right. this at all, and I don't remember. I don't remember. Maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember the the bill actually saying this is a mandated fine. It was no. like a recommended, yes. you know, c- course yeah. of action. Yeah. So, but but that's beside the point. Let's say let's say uh, let's say Nancy Pelosi is in charge. Uh, are any Democrats exactly. going to have second thoughts? And even if they did, would they dare vote against her? No. Hell no, they wouldn't. No. And this is exactly what they would do. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I love it, Thomas Massey. Again, I love it. I love you. I, I love you know your principles and everything. But if you're not willing to fight this fight on their grounds, or at least for a te- let's let's call it a temporary suspension of principles, right. you've got to do something now to stop. And is it, yeah, exactly. oh yes, exactly. Uh, it's perfect timing. I mean, look, the problem is that the argument, right, that Massey and others would give, and I understand it as well. Um, they're just going to do the same to us, and it's sort of like they're going to keep doing the same to you, Max, until the cows come home. That was the era that Schiff ushered in. That's why it's hilarious that he has to lie about, you know. The good old days, I mean, this was a creature of the administrative state, a tool of the IC, working directly with them to lie, 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 lie. And of course, I think our frustration is, until you do something to them, They will fear nothing, and they won't stop. Yeah, when, when I know we got to go to break, but I no. <laughs> you can, you can. What okay. you want to okay. finish up real quick? No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. you're going to be long-winded because I know you. <laughs> I know I'm not going to stop. I, I, well, I would just add before we have to go to break here um, and thank our sponsor that you can't, you're never going to win a game in which the other team is not playing by the rules. Yeah. Like that, you're not going to win if you're playing by the rules and the other team is not. That's not going to happen. Um, all right, we got to go take a quick break, but we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So, um, Patriot Mobile, for those of you who maybe missed the episode um, where I talked about the Pride Festival here in Dallas that I went to undercover. For the record, I wasn't there to have fun, and it was not fun. It was really disgusting, and I needed about 10 showers afterwards. But what I noticed was that um, it's something that we've been telling you guys for a very long time, which is Big Mobile is taking a portion of your money, and they're donating it to left-leaning causes that you are working hard to fight against. Take, for instance, T-Mobile, who was right there. I took this picture at the Pride Festival with the cute little Pride flag on their logo, with the trans flags on their logo, giving out these like Pride temporary tattoos. Uh, it was all very gay, as one is at the Pride <laughs> Festival. And I just would like to remind you guys that if you don't like the feeling of 
giving a portion of your money, giving your hard-earned money, paying your bill every month, knowing that you're paying a company that does not support your values, might I suggest you try Patriot Mobile. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They have nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you're going to get the best possible service in your area without donating to the woke politics. They support you. They share your values. They support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and more. And by the way, they were very instrumental in flipping a lot of school board seats red and school boards red uh, in some of the last school board elections. They really are putting their money where their mouth is. You can get free activation today with the offer code NEWS. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you are there. It is patriotmobile.com slash news. Patriotmobile.com slash news. A New York grand jury has indicted Daniel Penny in the death of Jordan Neely. He is set to be arraigned on June 28th. As of right now, he faces one charge of second-degree manslaughter and another charge of criminal negligent homicide. He could face up to 19 years in prison. Now, I will say as well, uh, we don't get to see if there's anything additional, if there's if anything has changed in these charges until it is unsealed at his arraignment. So that is the case as of right now. Uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams said in a statement following the news of the indictment, I appreciate DA Bragg conducting a thorough investigation into the death of Jordan Neely. Like I said, when the DA first brought charges, I have the utmost faith in the judicial process. And now that the grand jury has indicted Daniel Penny, a trial and justice can move forward. Uh, he is out. Daniel Penny is out on $100,000 bail. Um, it is just... So disgusting and disingenuous to hear Eric Adams saying, I appreciate uh, Alvin Bragg. I have the utmost faith in the judicial process over in New York City, where we see constantly criminals being let free, the actual criminals being let free to walk the streets of New York, where they can then terrorize uh, the actual law-abiding citizens, which, by the way, Jordan Neely was. I mean, he had a rap sheet extremely long. What was it, like four? 40 charges or something on his rap sheet that he was in and out of uh, the prison system. But, I mean, we can't be tough on the criminals. We have to go over people like, uh, go after people like Donald Trump and uh, veteran Daniel Penny. And again, uh, like, we just want to make sure that nobody in New York or other cities as well feels like they are um, empowered to defend and protect themselves or their families or others around them. We don't want you to feel empowered to actually independently protect yourself. You, you just need to call the government. And you know what? If they show up, they show up. If they don't, they don't. I don't see how, just on the facts of this case, I don't see how it's gone this far because they have witnesses that have corroborated his story. Um, I've seen all kinds of misinformation going on out there, but did you guys watch his video mm -hmm. where he was, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, if that's even remotely true, yep. which it sounds like it is, how the hell are we at this point right now? I was writing something a while back on just, I, I don't, people always say, I have full faith in, you know, the American justice system. Do we? Do we? <laughs> I Do don't. We? You see what they're doing to a, 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 pres a former president of the United States. Mm -hmm. you, you see what's going on there. Um, you see things like, uh, you know, Alex Jones, you know, for crying out loud. Right. Like, I think he's a clown, mm -hmm. but I mean, how many, what, what, what was his, uh, what was it, a billion dollars? It was like mm -hmm. absurd. For talking crap on the internet. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just don't feel like justice really means anything yeah. at this point. Do you think that I mean, you're probably if, if you're in the justice system in New York right now, are you really thinking about law and order? Or are you thinking about the massive radical left wing pressure campaign that's about to be dumped on you if you don't indict him? Yeah. Or when it comes to conviction, if you're sitting on the jury, are you actually doing your job? Mm-hmm. Or are you worried about that massive radical left-wing pressure campaign that's probably going to come after you, possibly even at your house, if you don't do exactly what they tell you to do? Right. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I don't. He, it seems like a clear, like slam yeah. dunk case. But can, can he expect justice? No. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, we'll we'll see. I think we have to say um, that the expectation now is no, mm-hmm. and. I'm one of uh, many people who moved in the last two, three years because of this. And I remember thinking to myself, what if there were a bunch of protesters out late at night blocking a highway and my wife, God forbid, hits one of them accidentally because they're in the middle of a highway and then gets charged with a hate crime, right? I mean, when when you start to see that happen, then this is precisely why I moved. Uh, Because you see that if you defend yourself or you defend other people, uh, you were the one who will get in trouble. And, and, and so as soon as I saw that, I thought, this is a breakdown of, you know, I can't do this. I have a family. I cannot, I cannot be in a place where I can't depend on defending myself and my family. And I'm the one who will get in trouble for it. Why? I live in America. And so I moved to America from California. Uh, but <laughs> but, the, but the, the, the important point about this uh, is, is that the, the, the preponderance of, you know, evidence and all that, all that has shifted and I give you one example. Um, you know, you can complain about uh, Facebook or uh, Twitter being a hell site, which it is. Um, but Nextdoor really is what reveals to you that there are lower depths of hell. Right? <laughs> if you've ever been on Nextdoor and seen what your neighbors are like online, uh, it's a pretty terrible place. Anyway, if you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Good, God bless you. <laughs> I'm not touching that. Don't, I've never heard don't, of it. Don't go on Nextdoor. <laughs> it's just a way for neighbors to interact. Right. Uh, anyway, I'm still on there for. Uh, Pasadena, California, which is not exactly the hood. It's a nice area. Mm-hmm. And we moved to Texas, and every once in a while I get these updates, right? I get this update, and it says, my catalytic converter was stolen from my truck in my driveway, and I thought, that can't really be from where we were in Pasadena. Is that really there? So I click on it, right? And this guy describes how someone stole the catalytic converter from his truck while well, it was in his driveway. Underneath that comment, right, underneath that post, are a bunch of comments blaming him for not having something to hide the catalytic converter, right? It's his fault that it's out there. And then there's just a bunch of quotes, you know, saying, of course, people need to steal this. They're poor. I mean, just justifying theft, right? And that's a tiny example. We're not talking about life and death and the situation that this poor veteran is in. Uh, but it shows you the, the zeitgeist. This is how these people think. Yeah. Do you do you see any irony in the fact that you moved from California to Texas and it's not just uh, Daniel Penny, but also Daniel Perry, who mm-hmm. is in Texas, not here, but in Austin, which I honestly I don't claim as part of Texas, mm-hmm. but geography would argue with me. <laughs> right. And he is he's he's having the same thing happen yes. to him that the BLM protesters surrounded his car someone brandished a gun or flashed a gun and he was in fear for his life and now he's getting charged with it and who's the DA down there another yep. Soros DA yep, yep. exactly so no and i have friends who say the same thing I say yeah. okay matt so you move but does it matter I'm like yes it does matter right. it is better there is at least even the governor here is saying that yes. he may pardon him etc but but this is the this is the problem, and it, it is everywhere. I mean, it's it's that there is no real crime. Criminals are justified, and if you try to stop any of it, 
you in fact are uh, the perpetrator. You're yeah. the you're the criminal. Yeah. yeah, it is really scary. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So if you are one of millions of Americans who you just live in pain, um, maybe you've reached the age where everything hurts, maybe you have arthritis, maybe you got in a car accident a long time ago like I did and screwed up the discs in your back, which I'm just going to tell you is not ideal, all right? Uh, you need to try Relief Factor. It is all natural. It was created by doctors, and it targets the body's inflammation, which is oftentimes it's the inflammation in your joints that is the root cause of your pain. So instead of taking something that's going to wear off after a little bit, and then you're going to be left in pain again, would you please try Relief Factor? They've got a three-week quick start pack. It's $19.95, and 70% of the people who order that quick start Go on to keep ordering more because it's working for them. So the odds are in your favor. You can get out of pain over at relieffactor.com. That is relieffactor.com. Another border crisis update. Uh, since 2020, Medicaid emergency spending for illegal immigrants has doubled to $7 billion. Uh, House Homeland Security Committee Chairman Mark Green said in a committee hearing yesterday with Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, he said in that, that he is derelict in his duty, which I really can't argue with and haven't been able to for a very long time now. Watch. The evidence this committee has gathered provides Ale proves that Alejandro Mayorkas has been derelict in his duty as the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. Upon assuming office, he immediately went to work reversing and tearing down the effective border policies of the last two administrations, replacing them with an open borders policy of mass catch and release. He has also repeatedly violated laws passed by this Congress. Just for some additional perspective here, uh, more people have entered the U.S. illegally under Mayorkas' tenure than in the 12 years of Obama and Trump administrations combined. Uh, also, let's not forget about the record amounts of fentanyl that have been pouring into the country, killing more than 71,000 Americans in 2021, uh, which is now fentanyl, the leading cause of death for Americans 18 through 49. So, you know, they always talk about this compassion aspect. And you're not compassionate if you don't want to allow all of these illegals in because they're just coming here looking for a better life. And Obviously, that's not true and that's not the case, but it just really pisses me off when they try to use compassion as the argument when I would say uh, you have a duty to be compassionate to your own people first, your own citizens first, which are Americans, and Americans are dying uh, and suffering because of these illegal immigrants that you guys are letting in. I don't think you can call me the person who's not compassionate. What was the, uh, how many billions of dollars was that in Medicaid? Uh, seven billion. See, uh, the left, even the ones that called themselves socialists, even even especially the ones that called themselves socialists, like Bernie Sanders, were always anti-open borders. Mm -hmm. Always, because you can't create the utopia that they want. You can't fund it with open borders. Mm -hmm. um, I was just looking at these numbers. Uh, unfunded liabilities in this country right now are over one hundred ninety-one trillion dollars. So unfunded liabilities, things like Medicare, Social Security payouts, all that stuff, $190 trillion in the red. Like, we have no plan whatsoever to fund any of that, and we're just continuing to spend on top of this. Uh, that comes out to, I think it was, it's around $570 million per U.S. citizen. Mm -hmm. So if we all had $570 million to say, here, here you go, we're at, we're, now we're clear, um, that's not happening anytime soon. No. Um, th this this problem is only going to get worse. Are they, they going to continue, you know, this, you know, like you said, 
the policy of compassion, which is BS compassion. They don't really give a crap no, about these don't. people. They don't no, give a crap don't. about them. If they continue this, I, I don't know. I mean, we're just going to implode. The economy is just going to implode if it hasn't already. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree. I mean, I think there is a very wise and judicious plan to solve this problem. Uh, and that is just to print more money. <laughs> That'll fix it. We could give that to everyone, and then they could pay. That's a great it's point. The government. And they the could value will hold and everything. Money. I think it'd be great. Yeah. I think it'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah. Compassion is. It is interesting because something I always ask people um, who you know, I, I I think a lot of the audience is obviously with us on this issue. We're not trying to convert anyone at this point. We're just talking about like, wow, how can you how can you do this to a country? And I, I think there's a lot of people on the, the left who think feel the same way, like you say. I mean, Cesar Chavez going back, anyone old, the lefty knows, this is just bad for people, it's bad for the society. So what you have to ask yourself is, why would you be okay with this? Because it's such, it, and, and this is where it's terrible, it is raw power, right? It's a desire for raw power uh, to the point at which you're okay with demonstrably destroying your country. You're okay with destroying your country, destroying the quality of life for millions of people, using and abusing millions of people. You're okay with that just to hang on to a bureaucratic job, a, a, you know, just to hang on to what's yours, just to make it so you think you're still in charge. I mean, I, I wrestle with that. It's like, it's like it, they almost, it's okay if we become as poor as the Soviet Union and like the restaurants suck and everything else is terrible, as long as I'm still the guy at the restaurant uh, getting the reservation and people know who I am. Yeah. That's, that's the only way I can, I can see this uh, working. Because otherwise it's so bad, right? I mean, it's just, it's so awful. Yeah, the, the crazy thing too is, I mean, they keep on saying they're, they're, they're refugees, they're, you know, they're asylum seekers. Mm-hmm. Well, is it, I think it's, it's over 90% of the people that are coming right. over have no legal claim to right. asylum. Right. That's right. not why they're coming over right. here. Yeah. Well, they're abusing the system, so I'm not sure that you can call them asylum seekers. You can say they're pretending to be asylum seekers. They don't fit the qualification, yeah. Yeah. but they're but they're aware they'll just be processed and given a form that says, "Hey, uh, show up at this court in 20, you know, 2027." Uh, I think 2032 was one of the ones that we saw. Yeah. At which point, I mean, they know what they're doing, right? Because at which point their lawyer can then argue, well, they have a life established in the United States here in 2032. They've lived yeah. here for this long. They're you dreamers just, at this point. Yeah, yeah. you can't just let them <laughs> go again. back. Right, yeah. exactly. I mean, they know what yeah. they're doing. Yeah, and they, I mean, it's just important for people to realize that this has to do that flow, right? They, they want impoverished people from across the world. They don't care why, uh, how, they just, it's, a, it's like a thirst, a hunger, right? They, they can never be satisfied because they want to flood the zone with these people so that they remain in power. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're now at the point where the, 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 uh, the bill that's going to come due, uh, even beyond the money, right, because of the amount of people that have came in, I mean, it, it is going to get very, very bad. Things are going to get very, very much worse than they are now. And, uh, you know, but that, this has happened many times before. I mean, Rome is the same way, many civilizations just decided to import like lots of millions of people from all across the world too fast for the sake of power and, and things start to implode. I mean, I, I, like how long do you even, it's like decades we will feel the effects of this. Even if, like, even if let's say, you know, they try to round them all up and ship them back to, you know, whatever home country they're from. I mean, just, just all of the, the resources that we have that we've been shelling out on this, I just feel like is going to be devastating and, and felt even in decades. Is that, is that over-dramatizing it? 
I think, I, I think it, no, I, I, I don't think so. I, I think it's going to continue until the left switches their, you know, compassion scale. Uh, if you will. Yeah, I guess because I don't find it very compassionate that they uh, they tried to enable and empower coyotes to bring young children over uh, to be raped along the way and possibly even killed before they get here. I, like, I don't really call that compassion. Well, I don't I don't either. And, and if you ask them generally, they would say they would agree with you, you know, but I mean, that's what's so crazy about. And I don't understand the followers of the American left right now. I don't know how they constantly fall for this compassion shtick. Yep. Right now, it's, oh, you know, you know, we have to let all these people in because, you know, poor them and all this stuff. And uh, all of their, you know, acolytes and, uh, you know, a lot of the young people right now, uh, gosh, I hope, I pray for the young people today. But a lot of them are like, oh, yeah, they're just agreeing with it. And they, that's why I, I see so-and-so on the Oscars when they accepted their Oscar for one, some, whatever horrible movie they want it for. Um, they said the same thing, you know, so that's what they believe. At one point, you got to think that they're going to switch tactics because it's not as popular. And they're going to be like, you know, it's, it's actually more compassionate if we don't empower cartels, you know, who are mm -hmm. raping these people and trafficking, you know, children across the border. You know, now it's more compassionate for that. But they're, they're, they're all always change. Democrats were never pro-immigration no. until probably around the 1960s once, uh, you know, the war on poverty, uh, mm -hmm. once that started happening, which coincidentally wasn't anything about compassion. It was just growing the welfare state. Mm -hmm. that's, that's all that was about. Before then, they were anti-immigration. And so that's just, I mean, this is just what they do. What they do. Has the damage been too much now to recover from? I worry that it has been. Uh, it, uh, we're getting that. We're getting critical. We're yeah. Getting um, all right, we got to take another quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, Refuge Ghost. So big tech and big data have shown us time after time that they are not on our side. And despite that, we're still giving them access to record our personal lives 24-7 through our phones. Even when your phone is off, many people don't know this, the microphones and cameras and location trackers still work. And that's just big tech, okay? What about your personal security when it comes to maybe a crazy ex, someone stalking you, trying to blackmail you? It happens a lot more than you might think. This is why you need the Refuge Ghost Sleeve, especially if maybe you're in like top secret meetings, maybe you don't want anyone to know about. You can use it as a skiff and, you know, put the phone in the, if you guys will show that, show the graphic. It's really, really nice American buffalo leather. You stick the phone in there and it blocks 5G signals that other Faraday sleeves miss. And the only Faraday sleeve that blocks signal and sound is the refuge. They added sound blocking panels on each side that keep conversations private. This isn't like just a clunky metal box I showed you. It's very sleek. Uh, it's it's very trendy, fashionable, and you can take it out uh, whenever throughout the day, whenever you want privacy, which I use all the time in some of my business meetings. You never know who's listening, okay? So if you want real privacy, you gotta get the refuge ghost sleeve. You can go to refugeprivacy.com today. Use code Sarah to get 10% off your order. That is refugeprivacy.com, promo code Sarah. Scientists at the University of Cambridge have successfully produced a synthetic human embryo using stem cells. Now, they say that these structures don't have a beating heart uh, or the beginnings of a brain, but include cells that would typically go on to form the placenta, yolk sac, and the embryo itself. The research was performed in the UK, where the laws do not restrict this type of research. Um, I, look, the from The Guardian, it says there is no near-term prospect of the synthetic embryos being used clinically. Uh, right now, it would be illegal to implant them into a patient's womb. Um, and they don't know yet whether they have the potential co to continue maturing beyond that stage of development. But I just, this just makes me a, a little uneasy. 
Mm -hmm. I just feel like there's just some aspects of uh, what God created that perhaps we just shouldn't mess with. I, I got the, well, as you were reading that, I got the image of like the matrix and mm -hmm. these just like people farms everywhere. I don't, we were kind of talk, talking offline in between breaks here about, uh, you know, just the, all the different technology that's coming out. And uh, there's some scary stuff coming out. Well, I mean, it's, you can see benefits on the one side, but then you can also see how, the, how it can be taken advantage of from others. I mean, we're getting to that point now of scientific breakthrough yes. where just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should do something. Yep. And really, the only people that are talking about this are not the people on our side. Like, they don't share our values and beliefs at all. Yeah. I love, that. I love the way you put it, because it reminds me of myself with my kids. Just because you can do something <laughs> doesn't mean, and in fact, I don't want you to do that. And that's the thing you did. And you poured it all over the floor. And that's, I mean, that, is, that principle applies in spades when you're talking about incredible power, the, you know, incredible tools that are very dangerous. And you just, you know, you take like a knife or a chainsaw. Uh, you know, the both tools, right? I mean, we're, we're now playing with things that, 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 that reform society. They re, re, reshape human governance. They, um, they reshape the brain and the way that we think about things. And one of the things that this story made me think about, and, and no one's talking about this, when all, these, all the kids that are being affected by all this stuff about, you know, sexuality and all these things they're teaching these kids, and, and then thinking, like, if you're born into this situation, what if these embryos actually, you know, can they keep going? And it's like, do I have a mom and dad or, right. or not? Uh, one thing that gets lost in all this is the story of Frankenstein and the fact that aren't these kids going to at some point be incredibly angry? Mm -hmm. What if there's gonna be a generation or two of millions of people who grew up and say, I was lied to, or I was created, you know, in a lab and I was created this way and that, I didn't have, and, and uh, you, you, just, you, you just think, well, what are we preparing the way for? Um, you know, there might be a lot of very, very angry people and some unexpected results mm -hmm. if we keep going in this direction. It's also almost like uh, there's a certain subset of society who just really wants to get rid of the nuclear family unit. Mm. Yeah. But I, I don't, that's just, that's just a conspiracy theory. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there. It's not like it's in the BLM manifesto. No, no, stop. That's going too far, Jason. They love the Which nuclear family. Like, Black Lives Matter. We need to get rid of the nuclear family. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> President Biden had yet another gaffe during a speech last night at the League for Conservation Voters annual Capitol dinner. This was, I don't know, it says in the article this was after he had a root canal surgery, but I'm not sure that like that had anything to do with the gaffe because he didn't have a root canal surgery before all of the other gaffes that we've seen him do seemingly every single day as he progressively gets worse before our eyes. Here is uh, Joe Biden, watch. We're paying farmers to plant carbon absorbing plants. We're paying farmers to put more in conservation. We've mobilized the world's leading emitters to help poor countries deal with the impacts of climate change. They called it the G7, the build back Biden, build back better. And we realized that got confusing. So now we don't call it that. What we call it is, here's the bottom line. Look, we're the ones that caused the problem. The United States, we cleared all our land. We did all the things that to make our Wait, make things so work easy for us to make. Can money. we 
can we build back Biden better? <laughs> can we, is that a... That ship has sailed. I, don't think <laughs> I was going to say, is that on the table? Because <laughs> yeah. if it's on the table, I'm willing to talk yeah, about it. reading about some technology. We might be <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, was it, it is. Wasn't it, I thought that was going to be a different clip. Wasn't it that same speech where he was like, we're going to build this, we're going to build this, and we're building, the ro- we're building a train from the Pacific through the Indian <laughs> yes, Ocean? Yes, I was yeah. like, are these making that stuff up? Yeah, no, it's going to be an underwater train. It's going to be ambitious. really awesome. That's ambitious. Yeah, I, um, it's just like the cancer that he's going to cure and all of the other things weird things that he's promised that he's never going to deliver on. And you never know, is he being serious or is that just the dementia? I'm all about it. It's like a little mermaid train going through the (laughs) ocean. You can see all the animals. Wait, did he just get your vote? (laughs) (laughs) I'm at... Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.